Hey everyone, welcome back to Thinking and Drinking. I know that it's been about a month. The only thing that I'll say is that when health and school combine into a cocktail of yuck, well, podcasts kind of take the back burner. But I'm back, and for episode 10, I know I promised a surprise, way back when, and here it is, in all of its unedited, half-hour-long glory. I invited my friend Stephen to come on the podcast and chat with me a bit about the digital environment and the way people interact with it and how it impacts them. It's a pretty interesting conversation, although I will warn you, it is very, very not safe for work. But then again, what do you expect? So, Thinking and Drinking, Episode 10, Two Sailors versus the Internet. You have been warned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of Thinking and Drinking. Yeah, that's right, 10 episodes. I didn't think I'd actually make it this far, but here we are. And, well, it's a special anniversary episode. Tonight, I've got a friend of mine with me as a special guest on the show. He is a fellow sailor, a a meme overlord, kitchen guru, and dear friend. Please welcome to the show, Stephen. We will be talking about people's behavior and the potentials therein on digital environments. All right, Stephen, what have you got for me? Am I on? Yes, you are. <laughs> now, hey, uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, so as Shelby mentioned, yeah, I am actually a fellow sailor. I've been a high-level amateur cook for quite a while. Um meme overlord i guess sure i'll take it um <laughs> but one thing i am is i'm also a very avid gamer been gaming for about the last 34 years uh, i started off with the original nintendo entertainment system when i was five and uh about 1992 my family got their first uh, pc and i switched over to uh PC gaming at that point, never looked back. So, yeah, I've been immersed in the digital world. Um, amateur hacker, amateur coder. Um, been doing a lot of things with a lot of people for a long time. I'm about 39 now. Fuck me. The time gets away from us. <laughs> so, you're talking so, to somebody yeah, who's 35 um, now. So. Yeah, yeah, right? You know? Well, yeah, almost, yeah. but anyway. Basically, Shelby asked me to uh, give my opinions while drunk on um, – what do I think about the digital world and how it impacts people? So here we are. I just had a shot of whiskey, and I'm on my fifth beer of the evening. So let's excellent scandal. All right. All right. So your opinions about the digital environment in general? What are some of the what are some of the good things that you've seen about the proliferation of the digital environment? Oh, God. So good things. Um, yeah. So I would say overall. Um, I'd say probably the biggest impact that I've seen in, I, I mean, I can't, can I talk like big picture, like in the last like few decades kind of thing or. Sure. Yeah, sure. So I think the biggest thing is probably the access to information. Um, 
like that's that that's probably been the biggest thing that that I have witnessed in my time um you know being on the interwebs if you will because like like I'm part of that weird generation where like the exennials if you will like we're the first <laughs> We're the very last of the Gen Xers, or maybe the very first of the Millennials. You know, like the yeah. first, like the only generation to really have like an analog childhood and a d digital adulthood. So, like, I, I remember when the internet wasn't a thing. Like, no one had heard about oh, it. Oh, same here. Real yeah, quick. Weird thing, right? Well, <laughs> uh, a name that I heard suggested for that weird gap generation is Millennial Falcons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, as you were saying. Yeah, 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 no. Um, so I think pr probably the biggest benefit I think of the di di digital world and how people are on it is the exchange of information. Um, you know, pr probably the 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 most cognizant example of this I would have to say is probably Wikipedia, if you yes. will. You know, because I, I I remember as a kid, like, hey, you want to do a research paper? Well, you went to your to to your local library and you pulled out books that were anywhere from three to 18 years old, depending upon the topic. Um, you know, you pulled out your local encyclopedia. If you happen to have one at home, it might be current within the last 10 to 15 years. Um, but, you, you, but like your, your, your chances of the information being wholly hundred percent accurate are, were just, you know, slim to, to, to none, like something had changed. Yeah. Um, but if you look at things like Wikipedia, um, it's crowdsourced, it's crowdfunded, it's crowd updated. It is literally a repository of just human information on fucking everything. Like yeah. you can, like like I, it's really hard, really really hard to find a topic that's not on Wikipedia that's updated by somebody who some who has some enthusiasm for that topic somewhere. And it can be a small group of 15 people in the Czech Republic that care about, like, the history of, you know, I don't know, um, Boston, Massachusetts between the years of, like, 1815 to 1818, whatever. But you'll find a small group of enthusiasts who, who have the ability to take their expertise and put it out to the entire world. Yeah. And it's And it's one of the things that I really find outstanding about the digital world is just – it's capable to to access like right now in 2019, you can access you know 99.999 percent of the information of the total knowledge of mankind, and I find that to really be, in a lot of ways, just absolutely outstanding. And what I find interesting is how even though it is this incredible repository of knowledge, uh, some of the older faculty members, or rather, there's a certain generation of instructors who tell their students don't use Wikipedia as a resource. And I can see where they're going because true, anybody can get on there and use it. So what I tell my students is look for the footnotes in Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. and this blows and, their minds. That's really the, and that's really, well, I probably, I, I'd say one of the most important um, safeguards that Wikipedia does have is you have to provide a source. And yeah. for every page there, there is a a moderator who will check the source, and if it's found to be horseshit, well then they, the, I mean at first they'll just correct you and say, hey, you know, you, you need to provide a valid source, blah blah blah, blah. you know. But you fuck up a couple more times, they block your ass, okay? Mm -hmm. and it's, 
if you, if you're not going to play the game as it's supposed to be, then you're not going to play the game at all. And you know, one of the other um, safeguards that they put in place, especially with like high profile events, is they'll put a uh, a a limit on how recent your account could be before you could actually adjust uh, an article. Like I remember when uh, Michael Jackson died, like they initially had people going in, like analyzing his page, you know, left, right, and center, and then they just they adjusted it to like you had to be a member for at least three days mm-hmm. before you could adjust this page, and that eliminated like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of all. <laughs> Of all the of all the trolls, because all the trolls want to do is go in there and you know change one thing, take a screen cap, you know, show it to their friends. <laughs> Look what I just did, okay? And for, yeah. and for those who um, are only listening and can't see me, I definitely made a really strong jerking off emotion. Yeah. Yes, can confirm. Yeah, in in reference to internet trolls, you know, but no, yeah. I mean like. With Wikipedia, I really think that it's probably the primary example of like the good the digital world can provide, you know, because you get up to date information on anything really, you know, depending upon how active the enthusiasts are, and then as you said, you have the sources. You can go to the source, and then you can daisy chain off that, get others. So if you want to know anything, it's fucking there. Yeah, like. Ignorance in in this day and age isn't an excuse anymore. It's just it's not because you don't know. It's because you just don't care enough to find out. Which reminds me of a junior sailor who I went to school with, and um, I oh this is referring to the Defense Language Institute in Monterey, California, which we're a bunch of precious ass nerds anyway. And yeah. I I somehow lost out on the Commandant's Award, which is the top award given to the graduating class to this kid just because he got his associate's degree. And the funny thing is, is this guy, he thought that Maryland was located next to Kansas. And he he blamed it on the California school system. I was like, "Uh, dude, I'm a product of the California school system. And you also have the internet. I didn't. I I I mean he's pr- probably also a a a a loser who sleeps in on in on L position. Um, I don't but, know. He's he's a chief now, so go figure. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I need this asshole's name um, because I'm definitely gonna troll the shit out of him. Not, like, not hey, Maryland, right next to Kansas. Sorry, sir. You know. Well, his girlfriend at the time got him pretty good, though. But I mean, like, I'm a product of the Texas public school system, okay? (laughs) Texas. Fucking Texas, okay? Texas, let this sink in. Like, this is the land where people say, well, I'm a Texan first and I'm an American second. Well, fuck you, sir. I I believe that you're in the United States of America and no, you can't see anymore that thing went away after 50 years okay you're un-american like it or not asshole yeah. you know Ugh, god Blame well, before you go after this guy keep in mind his girlfriend at the time got him pretty good she got one of those cardboard books that says like learn like the little golden books like learn right. the geography of the united states and <laughs> gave it to him and said sweetie you need to read this <laughs> that's fucking fantastic <laughs> 
<laughs> they're not together anymore. They haven't been for some time. But I, that was. I, I hope so. She deserves it better. <laughs> that warmed my and evil he, heart right there. And he deserves JG, and he deserves geography lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. It, anyway, yeah. Getting back to the digital divide. Um, you run the show. What's your next question, and uh, where do you want to go with this? We've talked about the wonderful potential of Wikipedia. So yeah. what do you think is something utterly shitty about the proliferating digital domain? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and one or two examples. No, um, I, 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 I think probably the worst thing about the d d digital domain would have to be um, anonymity. The fact that you you have a whole bunch of uh, monitor warriors, key, 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 keyboard key, yeah, keyboard commandos, if you will, you know. See, like I can tell, I haven't had enough to drink yet. I'm still stuttering. Oh, for those of you who are listening, I actually naturally have a speech impediment. It's actually typically a lot worse than this. Turns out, the more I drink, to a to a certain point, the speech impediment goes away because it actually slows my brain down enough that things actually fire in sequence and they actually sync up. Um, if I have too much to drink, obviously things start to slur, but, you know, if I'm just riding that wave just right, my speech actually is almost fucking normal. Anyways, I don't know, but no, um, one of the worst things I would have to say, I think, is anonymity. Um, the fact that you have fucking armchair warriors, keyboard commandos, whatever the hell you want to call them, you know, we're talking about the fucking um, neck beards, you know, that, that, like, I'm pointing to my jawline, and and uh, and I'm drawing fur on the screen. <laughs> you know, yeah. These are these are these are the guys who like haven't showered in 13 days. Yeah, you know, the, the, they walk around their the, their parents' basement in their dingy ass fucking boxers or or undies and their fedora at the same time don't worry while carrying a samurai sword tipping their hat milady okay <laughs> you know the guys who are absolute fucking experts on everything so long as you never ask them where they got their information from the people mm -hmm. who swear that they'll kick your ass if only i knew where you lived okay and it just it's your it, it's your average really shitty garden variety internet troll I think that is kind of the result of this sort just this digital anonymity where you you have people who all of a sudden have the capacity to say anything that they want to pretty much anything that they want anywhere at any time that they want and people tend to mistake this 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 access to a person for freedom to say whatever they want to a person mm -hmm. and, and what i i've i've really found you know in my 39 years on this earth is that um everyone's a fucking badass until you're staring at the person that you're talking sh shit about right in the face mm -hmm. and and i've had it happen more than a couple times where i've had people i you know be like talking shit to me online i'm like yeah well tell you what i'll meet you here at this point in time and I and I'm gonna tear off your own arm, and I'm gonna beat you to, to fucking death with the wet end. So if you have any balls at all, show the fuck up, and uh, we'll see. And and we'll see. And we'll see what it do. 
you know. And yeah. for uh, again, those of you who don't actually know me, I'm six foot two, about two hundred fifty odd pounds. I've been in martial arts since I was fifteen. I'm 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 thirty nine now. Um, I've been in boxing since I was twenty two. And a quick interjection: Stephen has also given me some fighting pointers as well, which came in handy during survival school because I was the only person who actually knew what a oh what a fucking ready stance was. So yes, he does know what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh shit! I turn him bright red. I'm not. <laughs> not really. I'm already bright red from the uh, beer and the whiskey. But hey. <laughs> That being said, um, but yeah, so so I think one of the worst things is just the 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 anonymity, um, the 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 armchair warrior syndrome. People who who are like, man, if I was standing there, I'm gonna beat your fucking face in. And I'm like, no, you no, you are not. You soft, you soft, you soft, doughy, pear-shaped, neck beard motherfucker. You are not going to do any such fucking thing, and you know it, okay? <laughs> if, if you're sitting there covered in three and a half tons of Cheeto crumbs from last two and a half weeks, okay, even if you could stand up, which I fucking doubt, okay, all it would take is a light breeze to push your doughy ass over, and you're not going to do a thing, you know? Um, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I sound harsh, but it's true. You know, um, I would also say if we're going to daisy chain out, Number two, uh, the spread of misinformation. Look, oh, God, yes. Look at the fucking anti-vaxxer movement. Holy uh. fucking shit. There is absolutely zero, zero goddamn information, credible evidence, whatever you want to call it. There's zero information to support the fact that vaccines cause autism. None. Mm -hmm. Absolute fucking zero. There was one study back in the 90s debunked by every expert in the field, the expert, uh, the doctor of which who ran this study had his fucking license pulled, okay? And for the last 20 fucking, 20 plus uh, fucking years, we have been fighting this stupid fucking momentum of this one person, that one, cel that one celebrity initially, fuck you, Jenny McCarthy, okay, got... <laughs> her hand on and say like hey you know i, I think the vaccines cause autism it's like do you have qualifications in this field no gone to to medical school no have you done any research apart from yahoo answers no <laughs> fuck off mate okay but trouble is is that you know humans unfortunately are by and large social creatures and that's okay but we also like to be right and not only do we like to be right, but we'd like to be right all the fucking time. And more importantly, we like to be right even about things that make no fucking sense whatsoever. So, you know, you have things like the anti-vaxxer movement. And I'll sit down and I'll have a discussion with people. And I'm like, can you please show me the, the evidence? Like, I'm talking the peer-reviewed, credible evidence from, like, the American Medical Society or the American Journal of Medicine or, like, some form of actual legitimate peer-reviewed source oh, i don't yeah. like i like to see your evidence that vaccines cause autism something other than your internet phd please something other than yahoo answers or jenny mccarthy and yeah and these people will then pull the kind of mental gymnastics that will make simone biles proud you know <laughs> <laughs> 
know? Yeah, because it's like, well, I mean, if you look at it in a certain light, I'm like, we're not looking at it in a certain light. There's no fucking certain light. There's a scientific method. That's the that's the certain light. Yeah. Yeah, they need to back it up, you know. <laughs> so all my ranting aside, you know, I really do think that you know this that like. This is the second biggest problem, I think, with the digital realm is just the potential for misinformation. Yeah. And, and I think kind of as a corollary to, to that, if I can just tack on to it, is the capacity to always find people. It, it, I would say I'd say the echo chamber effect. Oh, yes. You can always find somebody who fucking agrees with you. Confirmation bias is a beautiful thing. Exactly. You've got the confirmation bias, that echo chamber effect, however you, whatever you want to call it. You can always find somebody who will agree with you, and that just confirms your belief. It's like, well, see, I told you that was right. There are 18 people all over the planet that believe fill in the fucking blank. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like, no, just because idiots believe something to be true doesn't make it true. <laughs> it means that they're fucking idiots. <laughs> There are people who, like there are people that believe that the world is flat. What the fucking do? I don't give <laughs> I don't give a shit. We know it's round. It's mm-hmm. like, like just because you believe uh, something, if you don't have the evidence to back it up, that it doesn't make it true. It just means that you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. and, if, and if I sound a little divisive, well, it's because I am, and, and I hate people who don't do their own research. Um, yeah. So I mean, as far as bad effects, I'd say. The potential for uh, anonymity and just to be a keyboard commando. Oh, I'm so tough as as long as I just have words on a screen and and people saying shit that they would never say things to people to their face, even in the dead of night. You know, that's one of those things. And then I'd say the second biggest thing is just yeah, the potential for uh, misinformation. Like as awesome as Wikipedia is. There are people who go in there and try to change it all the time to reflect mm-hmm. their non-scientifically or non-evidentiary basic views. And the fact of the matter is, is that you know, good Wikipedia is on top of their shit, but you know, there are other sites out there that purport to be legitimate that just don't have the same security in place. And here I thought it was wine moms and their minion memes, but yeah. Well, I mean, I the, think that's I think that's a very minor evil, but I would agree with you about the anonymity. Um, yeah, as I've talked about in my third episode, looking for group, I went on a bit of a tear because I got pretty lit on gin and tonics. About, yeah, I'm pretty uh, lit up here at, at this point. So I, mean, I might need to open up another beer in a minute. The, actually, right now I am on an impeach triple IPA peach ale. It's it's Ooh. a it's a 9.5%, and I'm about halfway through. It's really good. I have to read this. Nice. But, yeah, um, but yeah I went so. – that's okay. This is, a, this is as much a podcast about drinking as it is about thinking. So um, I've uh, talked about – What's your book? Oh, yes. I've talked about the uh, stupid shit that I've had to deal with online as a female gamer who plays a female avatar. And, <laughs> oh, sweet baby Jesus. Um, I may, yeah, I, I've talked about how how um, I've basically been acted on by teenage boys with an elf fetish, and yeah, yeah, it's very it's, specific. 
it's yeah. world of it's world of warcraft when you look at the way that uh, they model the the way that they model their elves those yeah. big ass ears that could pick up hbo if azeroth had such a thing um yeah it's it's pretty fucking nasty and um i've been playing a lot of well classic lately just because it's comforting and familiar sort of and yeah that's what i started with back in 2005 or in terms of MMOs, because I likewise have a lifetime of gamer credentials. Right. I, I, I find it alarming lately, the sudden lack of perverts. It's like when, it's like what parents say, when the children get suddenly quiet, that's when you should be worried. Right. I, I haven't been propositioned in almost 36 hours. I mean, do you want me to? I mean, I, I <laughs> no. could that make you more comfortable? I, I mean, <laughs> but, no, not, not in this forum anyway. No, but... I mean, my wife's right here. I could ask her permission. Like we could, have <laughs> done it, we could have this done inside of the minute if you want to. That, it, that's what vacation is for. <laughs> hey, you said it. <laughs> I was right in the middle of a really smart retort, but yeah, you got me. No, yep. um, folks, this is what it's like having two <laughs> sailors on. And you're getting two drunk sailors for the price of one. So it's basically uh, like shortly. Uh, that's true. And like some of the horse and uh, donkey bullshit that we can get into at this point. Like I'm really Tony, I'm really toning it back for the audience. Right now, Shelby is laughing so, so hard she's not able to actually drink. So it's good. <laughs> well, I'm almost, I'm almost done with this too. And it's a good beer and I don't want to filter it through my nasal cavity. So. Hey. I am here for you and your beer spray proclivities. Um, but no, I, 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 I actually do kind of get what you mean about like the sudden lack of assholes. Um, Cause there, there is a game that I play called elite dangerous, which um, Go on. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's super fucking dumb. It's basically kind of like world of Warcraft, but in space. So, so it's like, you don't have, so, Oh God, Jesus! I brought up Elite, and now I'm kind of fucked. So, the thing about Elite Dangerous is that it is a one-for-one creation of the Milky Way. So, yeah, so it's kind of like No Man's Sky, but it doesn't fucking suck, um, <laughs> which is good uh, because No Man's Sky, I've heard, finally doesn't fucking suck, but it disenchanted me enough in the beginning that I've no desire to find out either way. Elite, yeah. I, I, I will say. Um, it, so it's it, it takes place in a one-to-one creation of the Milky Way. Um, so you got like 400 billion stars that you can explore. It's procedurally generated. It, it, it's kind of like World of Warcraft in space. So like you're in your ship and you can fly between systems. You can fly between planets. You can do um, everything from bounty hunting to being a space pirate to to trading, mining. Just exploration is amazing. I will say the game is fucking beautiful. It yeah, is I've seen your screenshots. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, the screen, yeah, exactly. The screenshots, like you, sh- you can shoot that shit in, in like 8K. Um, it's it just the the game is fucking beautiful. Like it makes you just flying around worth it. Okay, but the reason why I bring this up is because um, I actually play this game as as a female, and holy shit, has that been revealing to me as a almost middle aged white man? 
it has been revealing as hell to play this game as a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the thing, like, I didn't even intend to at first. And and that's the thing, is that, like, like when I originally was starting the game, like, I was creating my account, and and, I, and I'm not sure what happened, but, like, I accidentally hit, like, OK on the screen where you pick your avatar, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a girl. And, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically the story of my entire goddamn life at this point. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's, let's see what happens, right? And yeah, you know, like yo, even from the beginning, like I, I, I have had dudes coming up and and either one of two varieties of like one, fuck you, cunt, I'm gonna blow you up, or two, hey, can I help you out? It's pretty clear that most girls here don't really know what they're doing. And you know, at first I was just kind of like, hey, got it, thanks. Um, and for the assholes who are like, hey, I'm just going to blow your ass up. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not saying this because I'm a dude. I'm saying this because I've been playing games for 32 <laughs> years at that point. But it's like, no, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty good. I got pretty good real quick. And uh, we're about the same level. So if you and I are going to throw down, even if you do win, it's going to be the most pyrrhic victory in history, you dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I'm not going to say that I haven't been ganked. I have a couple of times, but, like, I can kind of one hand the number of times I've been ganked by dudes because I was female in the last four years. Most of the times I win. And I, I, and I will say a lot of the reactions are very entitled, like, really just absolute butthurt. Like, I can't believe you did this to me, you bitch. I'm like, I can't believe you're such a misogynist fucking 2018 what the fuck is wrong with you, you know? like, well I, I can kind of guess as to what the fuck is wrong with them but okay. no i like I, I i i don't actually need to ask but i want to give them something to be replying to while their ship blows up around them which <laughs> I have to say is particularly sadistic of me yet enjoyable um, oh, i can imagine yeah oh yeah nothing well, quite like a nice fireball well, the thing is, is that with the Elite, what's awesome is that uh, when you blow up, you automatically go back to the nearest sedation that you are closest to, or the or the one that you just left, depending upon um, where you are. Um, and and this is and and I and they were trying this as a as as a uh, as a um, beta patch. Um, usually you just, you jump back to the last station that you were at, like the last place that you saved in a sedation, that's where you're at. They tried the nearest one you were to for a while, um, but no, with this one particular dick, like I actually parked my ass outside this sedation, just outside of, of a weapons range. Got a couple of friends and we just blew this dude up every time he, every time <laughs> He came out for about an hour. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Fuck you guys!" I'm like, "Yeah, well, if you weren't such a misogynist, uh, misogynistic asshole, then we wouldn't have such problem with your ass." But you are, and here we are. So, you know. but I will say the flip side: the elite dangerous community, and and this is you know kind of tying back to. The uh, tie back to the big thing that I, I thought was good about the digital world is 
by and large, the elite dangerous community is actually really, really fucking helpful and super supportive. Like it's got, you know, Reddit threads all over the damn place. It's got a half a dozen third party websites to help you with things, you know? And I will say I like, I'm kind of with you. I was originally kind of surprised around about 2016 or so, like a lot of trolls just disappeared. And and I'm not sure if they either just grew up and just were like, yeah, well, fuck this, man. I'm going to go punch kittens in real life. Or, you know, if they just grew up and developed a conscience, I don't know. Um, but, like, all of a sudden, around 26 years or like, I've been playing the game for about a year. And it went from, like, really trolly to, like, most of the trolls are gone, and then most of the trolls are gone from the game, and... And what I really found, and, and again, this is kind of one of those weird sociological aspects of, I'd say, humanity inside of a digital world, is almost everybody became cooperative. Interesting. Yeah, and it was really strange, because all of a sudden, you had people banding together to form these support groups. You've been listening to episode 10 of Thinking and Drinking, Two Sailors versus the Internet. This episode was brought to you by a lot of alcohol. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. A lot of alcohol. Anyway, I hope you enjoy what you heard. We certainly had a lot of fun recording it. And uh, yeah, I'll be back next week. Roughly same time, same channel. See you then.